Now, I hope you are all well. Uh, good morning, babe. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You sure? Yes, how are you? Good, good, very good, very good. Good, good. Good. Why don't you open up in prayer? Let's uh, begin. Father, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you, Father, that this is the day that you have made, and we can truly rejoice and be glad in this day. Father, we just pray that you will have your way this morning. As we speak, Father, I pray that you will put the words in our mouths. And Father, from truly from our hearts, Father, we will speak those things that you have laid upon our hearts. And Father, I just pray that for everyone under the sound of our voice, Father, that they will receive what it is that you want them to receive for such a time as this. Father, as you prepare us, you prepare our hearts, you prepare our lives, Father, and we come to you as living sacrifices. Father, we pray that you will have your way. Let your will, your plan, your purpose be established. Truly, we pray this, and we commit every single person, commit ourselves, Father, into your hands this morning pray that you will give us a fresh revelation of you Jesus we pray this in Jesus name amen 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 again welcome and to revelation hour um I hope you're all well um as I said again just to remind us of the different platform you can um reach to us um we got access to our Facebook page obviously um, you can also join us via Twitter. I'm still learning to try to see how to get it work properly. But uh, you can access Twitter. And also we have an email address, info at revelationhour.co.uk. If you want, send us email, videos, anything that you have. And uh, also, we also have a Revelation Hour group. Uh, if you want, also going to send your stuff to us, that'd be appreciated. And we have a WhatsApp. So you can join us via WhatsApp as well. But uh, I think I've done, I've done it all. So we kind of thought about doing something a little bit different um, as we want to try, at the beginning, try to really bring some kind of current news um, into the show. So we thought maybe to start with um, what we see on the Christian news at the moment. Babe, this topic here, new research, 87% of British, British, sorry, are Brits, feel unsafe at their place of worship. Hmm. The thing is, it's quite interesting when we get different headlines and with all research, it's always um, important to ask how many people were questioned. Hmm. So, and, uh, and also we're looking we're wondering where in the country they've actually taken um these numbers or gotten these statistics from so 
I'm not quite sure. Um, I suppose it's if we think about how many Christians there are. Two thousand people. Were, okay, uh, so I was about to say it's normally it's normally a few thousand, and if you're just about to say if you think about the number of Christians we have in the country, so it's probably more than two thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you take that percentage into consideration, it's probably a minute percentage of all Christians who are feeling unsafe. Mm. So it's kind of you take 2,000 people, you ask them, and then 87% of those 2,000 are feeling unsafe. But if you think, I don't know how many Christians we have in the country. Mm. So if we're thinking about the actual population of Christians in this country, if you're thinking out of, for example, if it's 20,000 Christians and only 2,000 are being questioned, then it's not really a, a very good um, view of the truth of what people are really feeling. So, I, I mean, they've probably done what they could um, in terms of that. So, in general, out of 2,000 people, most people are feeling unsafe. Um, but if we took in the wider perspective and they took time to question as many Christians as they possibly could, and they did that poll again, um, It prob- you probably would find that the numbers are far lower than that. Is that what you think? Yeah, it's, it's the same with any, any kind of test that you do. If it's scientific, whether it's whatever you do, if you're taking a poll of 2,000, um, it's just I'm not the best at maths, but even I can actually <laughs> um, figure that one out, really. Mm. Now, <coughs> this thing that I was this morning, as I was going through, you mentioned about, it'd be good to mention about Katy Perry. Now mm. she says here that she's been grateful to God help her combat suicide thoughts. Mm. A- and I think this is one of the things that we kind of mention um when it comes to the lockdown, the amount of people who died and commit suicide. Mm. Um especially lately there was one of um ex Liz early husband as well, which is that she decided to, you know, cut his life short. What's your take on it? The thing is, when you're um, probably um, when you're when you're struggling with depression or you have depression, that's it. Um, the thing is, some I was saying to someone the other day, someone people can still be smiling and still be happy and getting on with life, so they're functioning, but they're depressed. Mm. Um, so on the outside, they look completely fine, um, and what you will find is that they're functioning in their normal situation so they're going to work and the thing is what I, I what I mentioned at the beginning to you was can you imagine that people who are are, are don't have family members yeah. who are on their own we, we discussed this mm-hmm. um, and their only normal human contact is when they go to work or when they go to university or you know that's their social side of things or when mm. they go to church on a Sunday so when that's taken away from from a normal week for that person, they're having very little human contact. Um, and we are meant to be in communion. We're meant to be in relationship. We're meant to to have contact, whether that's physical and or the psychological side of things. You know, we're meant to have contact with other people. We're meant to be in, in contact. That's how God created us. Absolutely. So when we don't have that, 
that can actually um, add to it can add to psychological distress in a way mm. um, so when people are on their own or it's overwhelmed things are overwhelming and they're they're caught with their own thoughts so they have no one really to bounce those thoughts off off of um, and th th those thoughts are going over and over and over in their minds they're literally being attacked by their thoughts so they're in their own world um, that with their own thoughts mm -hmm. then you know these this is where the suicides increase so I thought it was important to mention this because you know she she is a a, a well-known face and I think she was raised as a Christian mm. um, but obviously as she's been in in the the world of entertainment things have, have, have changed a little bit but she was and I think it's important that she's saying she was grateful to God um, because God helped her to combat her suicidal thoughts because she's a well-known figure um, and I, I, if that was to get out that may be of help to someone to know mm -hmm. that God can bring peace That's because right. you know generally people who have depressive or suicidal thoughts mm -hmm. they have no peace you know peace is not a thing that they have so because their thoughts are going over and over and the thoughts just don't they're, they're mm -hmm. battling with with thoughts all the it's time very, very interesting um things that you're saying there and, and very true in that sense um there's been an increase i definitely just recite due to the lockdown and and you completely explain it um as it should be now this other thing you know that i wanted to uh kind of mention it as well and uh, i think it was last week we were oh you sent me a video i, I believe about boys johnson they were having this um was it this monthly? Are they started yeah. to do this monthly? Prayers? It's an annual, annual, annual prayer that they have mm. at Westminster. I think yeah. it was sent through by one of our pastors, um, and they had it in the morning. So it was a yeah. half an hour of prayer um, at Westminster. Um, I, I was, I was actually amazed. I, I find these guys an amazing prime minister in the sense that his looks and everything. And it was the way he said it. He thanks Christians who pray for him, and the way he said it it certainly seemed to have worked mm. i think for me that is a major major breakthrough mm. uh, in that sense mm. um yeah yeah i think when um boris johnson was ill um there was a call um to 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 christians to pray i mean mm. within our circle we were praying for him from before yeah um but then when this happened people really including myself when I remember the morning when I woke mm. up I didn't know um, that he'd been rushed into a hospital the night mm. before and you were up later than me and you obviously heard the news mm. and I just remember when you told me first thing in the morning it was the first one of the first things that you told me when I woke up and I just had this feeling in the pit of my stomach an urgency to pray for him mm. um, and then as we were speaking for other to other people everyone was, feeling the, was feeling the same everyone was feeling so, the same and it's just like I love to see that because it's just you see God's work you got to see, see in, God's in action is really answered but prayer. I think most importantly is not only seeing God in action mm. is to see people giving testimony of God in action yeah and when you see the prime minister yep. announcing yep. this yep. on national television yeah and mentioning prayer mm. mentioning God and mention first of all coming into the um as you say the call for prayer mm. him coming in and really giving a testimony yeah. of how he believed and he didn't want to be 
yeah, it worked. It mm. certainly seemed to have worked the way with, that, that, with he, that voice yeah, he said it. Yeah. But I think what was the way he was saying was really something's changed. Mm. It's encouraging. Know? It's Very encouraging. encouraging and Christine. something changed in his mindset that's right. about God. And that's what we were praying exactly. for. Exactly. And what, we weren't just praying for him to be healed. We're also praying that he would meet with God, mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's always a journey. We know that. Um, but it's lovely to hear that is you can you can almost see and in his eyes and in himself when he said it, you know, it it certainly seemed to have worked. Mm. You know, he's thought about it, you mm -hmm. know, to be near death's door and then to come back like that. We don't mm. exactly know what happened, no. but he said, you know, it was a very dark time. You know, mm. and you know, it's very. You know, he was. He almost. He he mentioned. He mm. he he thought he was. He wasn't going to make it. Mm. Um. So it's it's really great and encouraging for Christians. I think. And I, I think yeah. it's brilliant. And I to, think that's what I think. I, I, I wanted to highlight this in terms of sort mm. of news that we have for today. And there's been many other news. Um. But I think those one were very important. The Kate mm. Perry one. Uh, and this one as well. Mm. Um. Okay. Well, let's um let's touch on the topic today. Um, we um, spend a lot of time a little bit meditating uh, because you do want to approach this very differently and in a way that it doesn't look like a conspiracy theory really but with facts and most importantly with what it is but I always mention at the beginning the way the world now see the future from a science perspective and, and this is something that we always mention it but as believers we need to see the world from God's perspective. Mm. And I think that is so, so key and so important, especially in the season that we're in now, because of how God is moving and how God is going to use us in this world to bring light. As a word clearly said, we're salt and light of this earth. So one of the things I always mention and we always speak about is to remind ourselves of the enemy tactic. You know, First Peter five eight always says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." Devour, sorry. Second Corinthians also mentioned two eleven says, "Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices." So we've got to be aware of the tactic of the enemy. We've got to be watchful, and that is very important. And we tackle many other topics, but I think this one particularly is a very important one. We're going to begin to look into the pyramid of the New World Order. And we are so ascend usually some of the topics that we cover and I show this image of this pyramid of the New World Order to just give us a bit of an understanding. But we do know now that things are now in place. But what is interesting is the end goal. You know, there's always an end goal for what they're doing things. Mm. So, as we begin to look into this, there's big players in this world. So many big players, but they are the top, top, top player, and they're the one who actually, literally, pulling the strings in everything. And when we look at it, this is how they are looking to map the world that is their plan to have region at the moment we have country with their own sovereignty their own leaders their own government their own system for example yeah 
but eventually what we will see we will see a world that will be mapped this way when they won't be looking through uh, countries but they will be looking through regions so this is how they mapped it and that would be the ten kingdom for the antichrist eventually when it comes in power everything will be in place it's quite interesting when you talk about regions because um i was seeing just remembering something when i was looking at was reading about uh corporate um mm-hmm. particular corporate companies when they have international business yeah um and how they look at regions absolutely so what they're doing when they actually look at um being able to infiltrate particular countries and take over mm-hmm. in a sense of and get and get win particular aspects of that market mm-hmm. they look in regions yes and that's how they look yes. so they will keep coloring in mm-hmm. particular parts yeah. of the country as Absolutely. they win over certain regions and Absolutely. it will become more for example whatever their color is if it's Absolutely. yellow or red they will color them in that color um and say okay we've won this much of the, that that region now so already corporately um i think people think like that anyway don't because they because when you when we're going to look in this pyramid it is built up like a corporate structure. Interesting. The structure is very corporate when you think about it because the people who govern are corporate people. Mm. So the structure are very more corporate in that sense. But as you said, it is easy for them to map a world through region and map a world through countries. Because if you have to map a world through countries, then you got to look into the infrastructure of the countries, the older structure, the economic, political, social structure of the country. But when you map a world based on region, then you get a North America, which is actually include Canada and uh, and the United States. A Latino America, which actually, as you can see from the map here, and you looking at all this region, there is one aspect that we are looking at. We actually, they're walking toward it. It's a create Each region seems at currently to create a block. We've got a, you know, um, the EU at the moment that's been created. But even North America and Canada are looking to create some kind of block, some kind of, um, I would say, relationship, alliances, merger, mm. whatever you call it. Mm. Africa has been talking for long to create a United Nation of Af- African countries. Mm, it's, it's looking a bit. It's, yeah, it's looking a bit more likely. more real now, especially since the lockdown. And obviously, we know about Russia always wanted to conquer all part of the Eastern Europe to be in one entity here. And we got Asia, which is really comprised of most of the China countries and South Asia as well, and, and, and Oceania, which is Australia and New Zealand as well. So when you're looking at it here, this is the map that they're looking. This is how they want to map it. Today, they can't do it. Because today, every second country have their own structure. So it's very difficult for them to create a new world order with sovereignty countries. And this is why they want Europe to be big. They want America to be big. They want Africa to be one. Because once those countries become one, it is not easy for them to control and to implement the structure that they need to be implementing when it's come to the new world order. So, we saw this, this pyramid. We've we seen it all the time and, and, you know, we talked about it. 
And when we look this pyramid, the first thing that always struck me is this, that section of dead slaves. The way that society, us as people, have been pre-programmed, you know, from birth to death. So we looking at the birth, you know, the birth system, parents, and then children go to school. I always said, children are more influences at school than they are influenced at home. Because they spend, on average, eight to nine hours in school. So if a government want to create a certain society, they will have to do through the education system at the beginning. We know the scripture clearly said, it doesn't say train up a child in a way of the Lord. It said train up a child in a way it should go. Mm. And as when he's he's older, he will not depart from it. Mm. So we add it in the ways of the Lord. But the proverb clearly said the way it should go. So when you think about it, what does the school do? They train children in a way they should go. And this is why you have a different system in school. You have public school, private school, and top school. And whatever school you go, it will, in a way, kind of determine where, which, way you where go. You, which way you go. Mm. So this is what for us, as believers, it is very important that we instill the way of the Lord in our kids. Mm. As much that we can. Because you think by 24 hours a day, yeah, you take away 10 hours when they're sleeping. Okay? So that kind of gives you roughly about 12 hours. Out of those 12 hours, they go to school pretty much for 8. You say 8.30 to 3. That's about roughly 6, 7, 8 hours they spend. And then they spend time at home, maybe 4, 5 hours between dinner and and bedtime during those time that's the time that we need to really push it and i'm speaking to you babe but i'm just realizing that they spend more time at school than they spend at home but the interesting thing now is the lockdown has got to reverse things because now they spend more time at home than they spend time in school mm. which give us the opportunity to begin to implement the things that need to be implemented so they can become what God wants them to be. Now, so that's interesting. So from school and then labor, really, whatever job you do, you pay your taxes, society on debt today, buy now, pay later, you know, kind of thing. And then retirement, we talked about retirement, it's interesting. So that is to control population. Now, when we think about it, this population, they need to be controlled by systems. Religion, government, education, and media. Those are the four pillars that control the population. Religion, whether you like it or not, it is there. Christianity, any other religion, and then you bring in the other religion, especially the one that's we have we'll have a topic on it which is very dominant which is new age 
New Age has got infiltrate in every aspect of religion today. Governments, structures, you know, they have to put a structure in place. We elect our government to make the country safe with the police, to build our road and, um, you know, not, you know, um, medical system, whatever, like infrastructures. We need the government to control regulation and law and so on. So those are the one, the pillars that control society. Education, we talked about it already, you know, placing all from our children all the way to university, placing them where they need to be placed in society. And media, the media, we should use of kind of the voice, the kind of the propaganda, the kind of the message that we come across. And we've seen it, how media, how powerful the media has been mm, during this time. During this time, mm. it show you how powerful they've been to gather the message to the masses mm. and the masses responding to the message of the media. So those are the four pillars that control the population. But those four pillars also are controlled, you know, by another system, which is a very, very interesting one. And we look at this. Corporations. Mm. Corporations and financial control with IMF, you know, central banks, Bank of the National States and Bank of England We actually tell you mm. whether they're going to raise interest rate, whether they're going to lower the interest mm. rate. We've got a major corporation, media, we can think about Virgin, Sky, you name it, um, BBC, you know, all of them. Education system as well. Um, so all those corporations are pretty much in place. But it's quite interesting with most of these um, corporations, I'm sure, which you'll go on to mm. take a look at. So things like the IMF, um, the World Bank, WB, and the mm -hmm. Bank um, of International Settlements and the you know, Bank of England. It's either very small groups of people or families, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is pretty much controlling that way. Mm. So then we go to the top. Mm. we go to the top which is a very predominant and here we have the different ones we have the sub-families where the United Nations the think, think, think tanks mm. the, the organization that used to really put the ideology in place but it's quite interesting with think tanks when you, you talk about think tanks because even for the think tanks for to do with COVID um, I was reading that it just comp they're comprised of very small numbers of people. That's right. So you've got a think tank, which is a very small number of people, which mm -hmm. probably are renowned within their field. Mm -hmm. um, and they're making decisions for the world. Yeah. Which is, is quite interesting. It, and they tend to sometimes not have to answer to anyone, no, really. No, they don't. Um, so they come out with these ideas, the especially in times such as this. Mm -hmm. And they've not really had to... Their ideas have not really been... Being really questioned that much, mm. um, and this is why I think we've had this conflicting information at times. Um, so it's quite interesting that going forward, if you were using think tanks or they're being used because they have been used for years, if you see it in corporate settings, they will always have some kind of um, a committee or some kind of think tank. They call them different things, different names, but 
you know, in essence, they are think tanks. Mm. Um, you'll have probably, you'll have senior people who tend to go to them and possibly a few others um, who are representatives of their departments or of their teams. Mm. Um, and it's a similar type of thing, isn't it? But it's, this is global now. Yeah, and absolutely. And you, you're absolutely right. And, and I think that we are experiencing the think tanks lately, especially with the COVID, how predominant they've been. You know, in that sense, I mean, we talked about many people such as Bill Gates and, and so on that actually uh, created this organization to really think for the world, make decisions for the world and take the world wherever they want the world to go. Mm. And we got to remember, this is a new world order that people are trying to instill it. And you also got to realize that now they mention it freely because most of people begin to accept that they need something different. Yeah. And that is a that is a major, major, major. Um, I would say for them, it is a major breakthrough. It is not something that a politician like George Bush mentioning back in the nineteen about the new world order. Or other people mentioning just out of thin air or just kind of dropping it, mm, just like that. The Kissingers and yeah, all those people. It is now real, and it's it's happening. It's happening before our eyes, and uh, the interesting thing when we look at this, for example, is some of the th uh, think tanks in involved in 18 Nation, you know, what are in 18 Nation? Where were created in 18 Nation? Why were they created? They were created to stop another war. That was the United Nation was created. After the Second World War, they needed to have an organization to regulate the world in that sense, to stop world such as this happening again. But when you think about it, and we always mention it. The New World Order feed on crisis. Yeah. And world event crisis. You know. And uh, my son, Jesse, is so good when it comes to history. <laughs> and uh, I remember listening mm. to, uh, to in France, talking about history, about the first, how the First World War started. It was through an assassination that everything escalated. So... Feeling crisis or creating crisis to fulfill an agenda, it is something that has been done, you know, for years. For years. Mm. It's done in other parts of the world, you know, when they want a new president or the new leaders to mm. be in a certain country so it can fulfill the interest of whatever organization or whatever country, they would create a crisis, they would create an event, they would create something that I would still listen you cannot if you want to bring something new you got to tear down the old you know and sometimes the old thing doesn't tear down on its own you got to create a catalyst you got to create something to do it um, and it's quite interesting because as I speak into this we received um, an audio um, from a pastor from Ghana t talking about this kind of event crisis and I just wanted to potentially play a bit late on in that sense but I, that's what I'm trying to say now the interesting thing about it we're looking at this pyramid and we got the eye at the top which eventually the eye this is where the antichrist will sit mm. yeah but we have now this powerful subfamily we have the committee of 300 which is some of the world richest subfamily now the committee of 300 
also known as the Olympians, that's the word they use here, they were founded by the British aristocracy in the 18th century, around 1727. So, we are talking about centuries of organization. And it used to, basically, their role was to organize politics, commerce, banking, media, and military for centralized global efforts. And one of the characteristics about this new world order is this oneness. Yeah. This oneness. And two years ago, I was doing a topic on this oneness on the new world order and the origin on the new world order on revelation i was doing this two years ago and originating as you look at it if you study the book of genesis and the tower of bible mm. that's where it all started this wanted to become one to reach out to the sky now to give you in a nutshell you know what i was sharing nimrod which is was at the time in the book of Genesis, he was the kind of the big guy there. So everybody was kind of looking up to him. And he was after the flood. And mankind was very upset with God for destroying the earth by flood. So they wanted to, in a way, it was their way to come against God. But first of all, becoming one because they had one language, becoming one, and building this tower that I would reach out to the sky. Now, that tower, at the top of that tower, which are quite interesting, similar to the pyramid that we've seen here with the eye, it was at the top. It was the place when they would worship Satan. That was the place when they would actually have the satanic and worship their God, in essence, in blasphemy against God. So God came down, confused the language, you know, to stop them building this. Now, that ideology remained through centuries. We've seen with the pyramid of Egypt, which means with the eyes of Ra, you know. It's the same thing. It's the same God that they've been worshipping since the time of Babel, through the book of Chronicles of 1st King, 2nd King, through Baal. It's mm. the same God that they worship today. It's the same one today that they actually bind to. And that is very interesting. Now, the next things that are really mentioned into this uh, thing is the Crown Council of 30. Someone has been asking me, those are the richest people in the world. Those are the ones who pull the strings. The Those are the, the ones who make the decision in the world. Those are the ones who decide which way the world is going. Okay. And they have an incredible wealth and they have a very long ancestry. What I mean by that is that their line, the bloodline, is goes back to my word, centuries or centuries or centuries or centuries. Now, we've put here some of the names. Some of the names are known. The Rothschilds, for example. The Rockefeller. 
the Romanov from you know the Windsor. We know about the Windsor, uh, really. But there's many more. You know, they are one of the thing I wanted to mention it is the Cavendish or Kennedy's family, which goes back to centuries. You gotta wondering what happened to the Kennedys. They seem to be all the guys seem to be get killed for some reason or dying or a very a mysterious death at times. But this family is there to stay. An interesting thing, when um, JFK um, married his, his wife, and when JFK died, she married another family, which is part of the Crown Council of 13, Onassis. Mm. Very, very, very interesting. So, we have many names here, and they all come from. And I think what we need to understand is there is thousands today of active members of these families and they're all over the world and they're the one who are making the decision and they are the 13 most powerful family on the planet what's your take on it i think it's quite interesting when you said about jackie kennedy mm -hmm. uh, marrying um into the Onassis family because of course he was known at the time he was extremely wealthy mm -hmm. um, people like the Bruce family yeah. and Freemans and you, I think the thing is when you actually look at the whole thing as you said because it's centuries centuries old there are there are going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of their offspring all over the world and I think we're very know about the Rothschilds as they've mm. planted people they did it purposely saying that they had to have people in different sectors and that's mm. why I say from before they've always thought of these sectors of the world mm. um, it's not a it's not I don't think it's a new thing mm. um, they've always thought of these sectors of the world because when you think about the families they kind of place people in different sectors mm. in different areas of the Absolutely. world so they can have people it's almost like in planted so mm. they can actually have control in those certain areas so if you were sending uh, people out to war if you had a mil if you had soldiers and you you were military for example mm. and you wanted to win a battle or you wanted to win the war you would actually send people in order to represent you um, almost like undercover agents in those different areas in mm. order to be able to to dominate or to to take over to understand about the culture of the place to be able to get to know the people and for the people to get to know them to trust them to then be able to actually have relationship with them so once they have those relationships they can then be able to do what is necessary in those areas Absolutely. so it's um yeah, it's, it's it's strategy, isn't it? It is very strategy. I mean, when we look for, for example, in Britain, the, the Windsor uh, family, um, going back from the Merovingian uh, dynasty, that is going back, like we're talking about, you know, early, early centuries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they, this is not people that just got rich 40, 60, 70, 18, and 100 years ago. We're talking about families that have been there for a long time. And they will only make sure that whoever they married bloodline has to remain you know and that is very important for them because you know this this is kind of the satanic way 
connotation behind it, a kind of bloodline is bloodline is very very important. I mean, you think about it, even in a book, you know, even God was very Jesus very 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 mm. very clear about the bloodline mm. where David, Jesus would come from, bloodline, yep. you know, from yep. the tribe bloodline. of Judah. So mm. everything was very very clear in that sense. And I always say that Satan. You know, doesn't do anything new. Counterfeit. He's born. You know, he's been created in heaven, so he understands the rule and the regulation of heaven, and all he's doing is just applying what he know on earth and move this way. So, you know, there's nothing new for him. Everything, even the way the the way that the system is created here in terms of the end, the um, you know, that's another topic. In terms of the um, fallen angels, you know, yeah, there is orders, there is rule, there is ranks. You know, I spoke about it a long time ago. There is ranks, and the ranks are the same. You know, when he said we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principality, mm-hmm. power, power. rulers of the darkness, darkness of death. Mm. Yeah, those are ranks. Yeah, they are. You know, when he's referring, he's ranks. That's right. So we've got principalities, the top one. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the Powers. power next. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the ruler of right. the darkness. You know, and you know, mm. those are ranks. So when you go back into those scriptures, and you're studying, this is high works. So when you're looking at the Quran Council of Thirteen. They're not gonna get a Jay Z, you know. Doesn't mean that they're the more. They, they doesn't mean that they the more rich richest people in the world. They are the most powerful in the world because of the incredible wealth, but also their long ancestry. Mm. There are people in this world that are richer than those guys. Mm. There are people in this world that are more wealthy than those guys, mm. but they don't have the lineage. The lineage. Mm. They don't have the ancestry. Mm. So because of that, they can't be part of the section you know when i'm talking about which is this one they can't be part of the top they can't be there mm. they can't be the council of 13 because they don't have the lineage they don't have the bloodline and those one are the one who are controlling everything it's a very for me i'm lo- i'm looking at this pyramid and 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 you know somebody sent it on a whatsapp and and kind of asked me if they can have the this pyramid and, and i say yeah no problem because we looked into it before but i think that looking even more into this it just made me realize the correlation between that pyramid the correlation between the ideology from here and the ideology which is goes back to Babel, the Tower of Babel, you know. So, as we look at this, as we look at this pyramid here, as we look at those players, as we look at those top, we're thinking, those are the guys. The Rockefellers, the Rothschild, the Windsor, the Romanov. The Cavendish, the Kennedys, mm. you know, the Lee, the Onassis, mm. the Duponts, the Dupont, yeah. The and you think the about Bruce's, it, they are the Italian, Freemans. the Americans, they, they they all all over the all world. Over every, the world. Every, every nationality. Yeah, every national well not every nationality, but almost. every almost. Almost. Yeah, if almost. you think about it, you've got Lee, you've yeah. got Astors, you've got Russells, yeah. you've got all sorts. 
So it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. You know, so that that's things that those those one they they. You know, and somebody was asking me this question before: Can you get to the top? Can you get to from the bottom? Can you get to the top? No, you can't. No, you can't get to the top mm. because you know. But the interesting thing is the Antichrist will sit right at the top where the eye sits. And the Bible, and when we talked about the Antichrist, I said he came out of nowhere. Mm. So it's not bloodline related. Even he may say to them that he's related to a bloodline to be able to make his way. Because how he's going to make his way to the top is via deception. Deception. But also he's empowered by Satan to do so. We told you about the different characteristics, the incredible geniuses, the incredible wisdom, the charisma. All this we help him to get from where he, where he came from. We don't know where he came from. All the way to the top. Mm. In a very interesting way. So, let's continue to look um, into this. So, those guys, yeah, the crown and the council, the new world order, they're taking, they're, they're in control of everything. What do they want? They want a succession of crises so they can bring the agenda of the New World Order. I mentioned it at the beginning that if you need to get rid of the old, you got to create something that would destroy it. So if you want to bring the new, you have to get tear down the old. Absolutely. So what they are now doing, they are now doing creating a succession, they are now creating a succession of crises. But don't you think that before there was a success, there, were, there used to be crises. So, for example, we had, you know, we've had different things probably in our lifetime that we've seen. Um, but the thing is, things like the Twin Towers and mm-hmm. the things that have happened there, the different wars around the world. But I think the Twin Towers is one of the main things that in our time that we've seen, which really changed the way things were uh, impl- implementation mm-hmm. of, for example, you know, um, the way that all the, the cameras all over the place and yeah and it, it ushered in that kind of era mm-hmm. um but do you not think that there's been a quickening in terms of of these things over the years because i remember that happened over 20 years ago yeah, yeah. um so the thing is if that's nearly 20 years yeah nearly 20 years about 20 years ago so if that's the case it's just like before these succession of crises seem to be slower in coming so they would probably bring something every few years or every 10 years or whatever but all of a sudden in the past five to ten years there seems to be and especially now there seems that the crises seem to be intensifying what do you mm-hmm. think about that well let, let's go back to again to this um thing yeah um now remember they're looking at us like resources labor units dead slave for example but there's still system in place there's still a religion government education and media they do sit at the top but they do influence it those systems but governments still have their own regulation their own ways of doing things what they've been doing they've been doing and they've been 
what it tried what it done over the over the last 20 years if you get back yeah we go back before from the from the second world war but then between the second world war there's been a quite a sustainable period of peace until the other wars came into the vietnam war and and the afghanistan war and the iraq iran war and 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 you know the israeli um, um conflicts with um uh, lebanese lebanon and so on but and then we we haven't, haven't even mentioned the cold war as well which mm. was very very major but what they've been doing is they've been conditioning because it's all about conditioning the people so they started slow and i think since as you say 2001 uh, is it 2001 the uh twin tower yeah 2001 they're beginning to tell people about terrorism and that in order for terrorism to be eradicated they needed to have more cameras Mm, surveillance surveillance they use the media to get people look at having two cameras on our street not such a bad thing by bringing big brother an entertaining program which is really putting people in a confined environment and have camera watching every of the movement now people they look at big brother and they say oh this is brilliant fantastic concept but what it was, it was another way to condition the human being to think that actually it's not too bad. To be watched. Yeah. <laughs> so now, they've done it for how many years? Seven, eight years. They condition people about this different program. Big Brother, um, all this reality. Those reality TV show. They, it's over, it's they, over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. They have been put mm. on purpose to condition people mm. to people to acknowledge that it's okay to be watched and to watch others and to watch others so but now in 2020 this camera everywhere people are not really bothered mm, they become nullified to it so what now they're doing they are bringing a section of crisis because they want to bring that new world order now they feel that they are now ready to bring the new world order so because they feel and they are not ready to bring the new world order, they are now accelerating this crisis. They're now accelerating things. And this is why Aksene, the difference that it is be- between now and before is the fact that they are about to unleash this. But in order for it to unleash the new world order, they have to create a succession of crises. It is very interesting. I want to play this thing, this audio extract that we've got, and see, um, really, to understand it. And hopefully, those who are listening on Facebook or YouTube should be able to hear that as well as I'm playing this. Dear fellow Ghanaians, um, please listen to this extract from the Rockefeller Foundation um, article. It's actually on the website. Um, uh, a PDF document and this is the outline one hypothesize a simulated global outbreak required steps various phases overall timeline and expected outcomes Rockefeller lockstep 2010 create a very contagious but super low mortality rate virus 
to create, eh, to fit the needed plan. And they have SARS stroke HIV hybrid research strain. So you see, it is not a purely viral thing. It's a hybrid research strain created at Fort Detrick class 4 lab from 2008 to 2013 as part of a research project to find out why coronavirus spread like wildfire in bats but have an extremely hard time infecting humans, hence the four HIV insects, uh, also known as the missing key to infect the humans, H2 receptor in brackets. Create a weaponized version of the virus with a much higher mortality rate as a backup plan, ready to be released in phase 3, but only if needed. And they have, in brackets, SARS, HIV, MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory um, Disease or something. A weaponized tribrid strain created at Fort Detrick Class 4 Lab in 2015. Okay? Transport the research strain to a different Class 4 Lab, National Micro biology lab in winnipeg canada and have it stolen and smuggled out by china wow on purpose and taken to china's only class 4 laboratory wuhan institute of virology in wuhan, wuhan china for added plausible deniability and to help cement the wanted backup public script as something to fall back on if needed. Primary script being its natural backup script being that China created it and released it by accident. That's why we said pandemic or accident according to plan. Fan all the taking the talking heads, Fauci, Bergs, Tedros, and agencies, WHO, uh, NIA, CDC, UN, that would be involved with pandemic response prior to the planned release of the research strain to control the wanted script throughout the operation. Create and fund the vaccination development and rollout plan so it's capable of being rolled out on a global scale. Bill Gates' Decade of Vaccines Global Vaccine Action Plan 2010 to 2020. Create and fund the vaccination verification certification protocols digital ID to enforce, confirm the vaccination program after the mandatory rollout is enacted, Gates ID 2020. Simulate the lockstep hypothesis just prior to the planned research strain release, using a real-world exercise as a final war game to determine the expected response timelines and outcomes, Gates and that's event 201, October 2019. Release the research strain at the Wuhan Institute of Virology is itself and then blame its release on a natural scapegoat as the wanted primary script, the Wuhan wet market, November 2019. You see how? So, as you see, this is just an extract of it, um, but it is a succession of crisis that they're putting in place at the moment. And I believe the COVID-19 is, is, is one of these. You know, I had this vision uh, which we share about these three successing waves to hit the health. And they created a series because when you think about it, 
how do you create a new old order? How do you tear down an old one? You know, you bring a major event. And sometimes, pandemic. We had many other different things that have come, but that has been the one that actually pushed government to go in complete lockdown. We never seen that before. Mm. We had the Ebola. That's control. And other disease that came. But that is the first one that put not one country, but the whole world in complete lockdown. Now, most people will look and walk and, and, and you know, just obey what the government says and, and without asking any questions and, and just get on with it and just hoping today the pubs open at 6 a.m. So I'm sure people will be in pubs and drinking and happy and things are over. But they are talk of another wave. They are talk of the second crisis. What are they going to do? Are they going to lock down again the government? All the government? We're looking at this. Then we have the financial crisis. What the lockdown created, and we've seen it over the last few days, all we hear this, you know, loss of jobs and companies shutting down, company administration, company cutting a lot. They're not cutting 10, 15 people. Some of the big corporations are cutting sometimes over 2,000 jobs. John Lewis this week decided they can't reopen all their shops. We had... Um, was it yesterday or a few days ago we have um restaurant or you know such a cafe rouge which is a very popular one or bella italia they're going into administration we have the airline as well they're struggling the world is a real is in a real mess at the moment and we thank god for continue to protect us you know kind of shield us from from what's taking place but it is a very a place where now the government is pushing people to go to work. The government is pushing people to go on holidays. Why? Because the consumer don't have the money. Consumer is fearful to spend the money. The consumer is losing their job. And then we've got the idea of the furlough as well, which has been paid to millions of people in this country. Uh, you mentioned it yourself. That money has to come back. How is that money is going to come back into the, the coffers of the government? Taxes. Taxes. And then they go back again to our diagram mm. of taxes. Taxes has been one of the most successful successful way to get money from the people. I used to say to you, you know, if uh, everyone less 40 million there's about 50 million people in uh, in the UK isn't it roughly 50 53 I would say and they all pay taxes probably roughly let's say 30 30 million pay tax and 20 million just go on mm. the black market <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, you think about let's say they pay national insurance number alone contribution I think it's about 100 200 pound a month roughly yeah so make your calculation how much is that a lot of money a lot of money a lot a lot of money and i don't even have the right figures that a lot of money you know 30 million people times 200 yeah so nearly about what, six i don't know six billion mm-hmm. maybe nearly six billion was it six, 600 million or six billion a month 
Let me think about that, you know. Are you telling me that that is not enough to run a country? So that's the way they're collecting money from people. And then we're not even talking about beside income tax, uh, you know, other, ta com other type of tax that they're collecting as well from the government, that the government's collecting from people. So what I'm trying to say is this. To create a new world order, you need crisis. And we are deep in crisis. No one major crisis. So we've got the financial crisis is one aspect of it. We've got the health that they're using. There's war that can use it. But I think this one is the most dangerous one. It's crisis within on the street. Mm. In towns. When it fuel things to people. We've seen it. The people, you know, don't realize the power that they have. But on the other side, the people don't realize that they, we are always manipulated by the top. You look in Egypt, when they have these students called the rebel, you know, what happened? They toppled the government. You look in Iraq, it started with things like this, insurgent, they toppled the government. So those are things that they fuel they're using it as crisis, a section of crisis to bring this. But what do they want to do that for? I said, very simple. That's their goal. Their ultimate goal is a complete control of the world system. I said, it's better, it's, 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 it's easier to control a country or a, a world when they have region than when they have countries. Because country has their own laws, laws their own infrastructure. Yeah, their own infrastructure, their own government. Mm. So you can't implement what you want to implement. But you can implement when it's now region. Mm. So you can implement a new infrastructure, a new rules, a new law in North America, and a different route, a different one for, for Africa, a different one for America, depending on how you want to govern this. And you place one king in each region. And then you got the top. The top give the decision to the different kings. And the different kings have their own structure within that region. So you got kings that rules those, those regions. And those kings themselves have their subjects, their people. So they have their military. It's, it's a one-one military but it is rule. Mm. Do you understand? And they all report to the to the top one. So that is the goal. Very simple. They want one world government. One world government. One world religion. And that is a very, very important one because the ultimate goal of the Antichrist and Satan is to create one world religion to remove Christianity. Mm. To remove the people of God. That is really the end goal. That, that's one world government, this, this is fine. But the end goal is to remove Christian. One world currency. Today, we are working towards it. Yeah, there's the Bitcoin, everybody's created their own cryptocurrency and so on but eventually 
they will wait they will get one digitized currency that will control everything and one world leader you know one world leader which eventually the antichrist will take over from so when you think about all this this is the quote we must move as quickly as possible to a one world government a one world religion under one world leader now so you ask me this question and we finish in the next few minutes we're asking you you ask me this question is it a quickening that is your answer <laughs> that is your answer they want it as quick as possible do you know why and i tell you why now because of us because as a people of God, we're the church and we are praying. And because the Spirit of the Lord is still is, is with us, we are praying for change. Look what happened with Boris Johnson. Oh, that seemed to have worked. The last thing that they would want is a remnant praying and disrupting their plan. So they need that one more government in place very quickly. They need that one more religion in place very quickly. They need that one more currency because they can control it. And they can control the people. Because if they can control the people, they can stop the people, they can stop churches. They can close churches. Or they can put whatever rules and regulation against people of God. We've seen it in the book of Daniel when people were trying to put a rule that the only person to be worshipped was mm -hmm. Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. So they'll be able to do that. Once they're in place, they will be able to say, okay, there's only one more religion here, so you can't worship, you mm -hmm. can't you can't press right. Jesus, mm -hmm. you can't have church open mm -hmm. because that's against our system now. Mm -hmm. So they need, absolutely, they need this to be in place. They need this to be in place because of what's taking place at the moment. They are seeing it, what they're doing. What they're currently doing, they're putting the system in place. But they also know that we are praying. So they want this one world government as quickly as possible. A one world religion as quickly as possible under a one world leader. Now, they have in place who they want as leader. But Satan has another plan. The Antichrist will take over. He will deceive it. He will come through it. And people will look at him. Those, those 13 councils or old club of Rome, they will look at him and they will say, this is the guy we want. Because he will go through his deception. Mm. Because at the end of the day, a lot of them are Satanist worshippers. So they're mixed. Reminds me in the Bible when the the people wanted a king, and God asked them, "Really, do Absolutely. you really want a king? Yeah, is this what you want?" Mm. And they were like, "Yeah, we want a king," and they brought in the king. And what did the king do? He began to do things that God didn't ask him to do. And it's it's even more so now, you know. Um, 
we need to be very discerning, right? And we for need me, to be very prayerful. For me, it, it is it is the key why we are doing Revelation Hour. Mm. It is the key, the reason being because of this, mm. because of this guy, you know, because of mm. what he will do, mm. of what way he will take over everything. The commercial geniuses be able to take over every company, but it'd be easy to do it when it's free region, mm. you know be able to gather one military big army under his control and to mm. control the whole world through this be able to you know control all the government as we saw one mm. world government to be able to control all religion mm. and to not only all religion but to proclaim himself god one of the things that the book of daniel speak is when israel rebuilt the temple because they are still waiting for the messiah he will declare himself God and they will believe that the Antichrist is actually the Messiah that they have been waiting. But when the, the when he goes into the temple and desecrate the, the temple mm. and blaspheme God mm. and declare himself God, mm. then from that moment they will realize that it is not the realized ways. So it's really what he wants. And for him, one religion will destroy they believe that one religion will destroy Christians. Because when they put a one religion in place, and this is where the word coexist, so they will mix Islam mm. with Christianity, mm. with Judaism, with Buddhism, with, with, Buddhism, Buddhism, mm. with Hinduism, Hinduism. Mm. and basically all those mix in a nutshell is New Age theology. Yeah. We're going to touch on New Age yes, at some stage. We will touch on New Age, guys, mm. because I think it is very important, very important to see. And the New Age is really affecting so it, affecting and infiltrating mm. every areas of life as well as Christianity. Mm. So, to conclude on the Antichrist, to conclude on this whole aspect of the pyramid and the New World Order, Revelation 13, 16, 17 says this. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name now when we look at it he will control everything because everything will be in place for him it would be just it's, you know it's, it's, it's almost like it would be exactly how God did it when he created the earth he created everything around and then he created man. So man came after animals, plants, everything. Because the environment was set for man to come and live there. And Satan is currently creating the environment for the Antichrist to come and sit here. Very, very, very important. So the thing is, weird. do you know what? We don't know. Many people thought, first of all, they were one of these uh, Nero, you know, who used to persecute a Christian in the first century. People believe it was Napoleon. Napoleon was the Antichrist at some stage because of the conquest, mm. you know. People believe that Hitler was it because also of his evil against Jews and, and, and what he's done. Horrible, atrocious. People even believe that the Pope was because they believe that the Vatican is in in some way shape quite a evil so they believe that the, the pop could be and then we have 
people that believe americans especially believe that obama because he came out of nowhere of this charismatic you know need a change word that came in in larry clinton because be a woman and be in a way people believe that she's 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 not obviously you you know um not gonna mention this and then some people believe oprah wasn't because of a love for new age and really bringing a new age and even people feeling of prince william because as we said he could be part of the crown of council of 13 with the lineage and his bloodline and, and so on the truth is all those people that i mentioned they're all messenger they're all people that we bring in it eventually but we still don't know who he is so for us it is so important that we continue to pray as you said discerning of spirit is so key in this season this time that we're in and understand what we're doing we believe here a revelation hour that we need to begin to build a community within a community i think what the lockdown taught us is took things by surprises things happened so quickly that we did not realize it and what i'm trying to say is this that think we'd go very quickly as well think we accelerate as we've seen it crisis after crisis things we really accelerate because now they believe it is a time they believe that the population is ready for new world order so they have to do this they believe this is their time not to do it so they will push it that year 2020 they are going to push things after things things after things and it will be a relentless and that's why as the people of god we need to continue to pray we need to continue to ask god wisdom one of the things that i'm really careful and like i said today we don't want to talk about conspiracy but one of the things that i'm very conscious at the moment is god is speaking to different ones about change about change and we got to begin to hear what he's saying some of the change that god asked us to do are things that we're thinking i don't want to do it why should i do this because i'm quite comfortable here i'm still doing god's work so why should i go to another country but there's a reason for it sometimes god moves us to a different place to protect us sometimes god moves us to a different place to prepare us sometimes god's move us to a different place because of the power that is going to unleash and we need to listen and to hear we've done revelation now for three four years now and then we stopped doing it and then when the lockdown start eating us then the lord spoke to us clearly to restart it but to restart it in a different way to restart it with the mindset of building a community within and i said to him lord i'm one how can we do this but he said to me when you build a community you don't build a community on your own on your own it's people it's all of us with all our skill ability talent whatever we place we build it we listen to what god is saying and we build it because this world is changing this world is going to change it's going to be a new world order in place and it will be tighter for us to do the things that we're doing freely we've seen it that was just a testing you know close the churches close this close that and see what happened yes we're still meeting online but eventually they will control the internet as well and we're gonna have to find another way 
So we've got to begin to have this mindset of thinking ahead and not playing catching up. And really, that's what I'm really sensing to say. Why don't we pray? You know, Father, we just want to thank you so much, Lord, again for um, for your word, for your revelation, for us, you know, for choosing us to be remnant, for choosing us to be people that will be sold out for your kingdom and for your ways. Lord, we were born for such a time as this. I believe we're born for such a time as this. Mm. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you will continue to give us all the strategies, all the plan, but also the wisdom to do what you want us to do in this season. Lord, without you, we are nothing. Without you, we can do nothing. So, Lord, help us in this season. Mm. Help us, Father to be obedient to be obedient and steadfast and Lord increase the discerning of spirit so we may see the plan of the enemy and give us revelation so we may see your plan for us ahead in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Guys thank you again so much for today and we shall see you next week same place, same time. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.